Ah, people of the internet, EDB here. That's Eric Deshaun, Barrett Long, and um, I was um, just thinking a couple, couple minutes ago that it's the last. Well, it's not the last Sunday. Next Sunday's the last Sunday, but this is the last Sunday before Christmas. And seeing as uh, IEDB will be on somewhat of a sabbatical for the next week. I figured this would be the great time to consider the Christmas story, the Christian Christmas story. I, I, I was trying to think about how do I see this story? What's differently here now that wasn't there for the 35 years that I've been reading it? How does this political climate speak differently How does it favor the Christmas story? Or how does it inflict more punishment or rejection to it, if you will? Those are the questions that I began to ask as I was pondering over this subject. And I think that I have a new perspective, a newfound understanding of the Christmas story. So here's what we're going to do. Excuse me. I'm going to belch first. Secondly, I'm going to pay bills and I'm going to go ahead and uh, put a little track in here. Some music for your scintillating ears because spoiler alert, there will be no music next week. It's going to be straight conversation. And we'll talk about that. Well, you'll experience that starting tomorrow. If you're listening to this when this podcast is released on Sunday. If not, the next podcast or the next six after this will explain it. Or is it seven? It's somewhere in there. The point is, this is the last time this year that we're going to have music in a podcast. And so let's do it. And after the after the bill... And the song, we'll talk about Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Silence fades into the night Coyotes sing at the moonlight These open highways are calling our name And now it's time for us to escape Feel the wind touch our face Let's take a spin to a foreign place These open highways are calling our name And now it's time for us to escape Escape to a world we don't know Escape into the great unknown Escape to a world we don't know Escape into the great unknown Escape, let's escape 
sunrise These open highways are calling our name And now it's time for us to escape Wave goodbye to your city life Say hello to the desert sky These open highways are calling our name And now it's time for us to escape Escape to a world we don't know Escape into the great unknown Escape to a world we don't know Escape into the great unknown I'm sitting here thinking about the Christmas story. And as a guy who has been in church all of his life, who has heard this story repeatedly, repetitively at nauseam, I, I, I can't find anything else to tell you that you haven't already heard. I can't really... Look at this story from any other way. It's a simple story. There was a man who was born into this world by way of a young virgin. A virgin girl. I find that fascinating because he went and found somebody that was clean. You say, what do I mean by clean? Well, she had never been with a man before. She was not uh, baggaged over. She didn't have emotional drama attached to her. She won't caught up in her feelings. But then the other thing that has me feeling some type of way is that he went to Nazareth. Now, for those of you who may not know, that's like going to Compton Park Place back in the day, of course. Young's Park, Calvert Square, Tidewater Gardens, Huntersville, the Bronx. It's like going to the worst part of the world and finding someone that's pure, that's clean. Can you imagine going into the deepest, darkest parts of our society and finding someone who hasn't 
sold their soul to the the depravities of the system or to the situations by which they live, who have not succumbed to the circumstances by which they are surrounded by. Can you go in to the hood and pick out someone who isn't a statistic, who who has a future, who has a gift, who wants to go into the hood? After all, if you want to do something in this world, if you want to be somebody, if you want to make something happen, you don't go into those communities. No, 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 no. You go to Larchmont. You go to Lock Haven. You go to Manhattan. You go to Beverly Hills. You go to the highest place, Bel Air, and find those people. Come not where you go you don't go and pull people that are poor and what do they have to offer what good comes out of the hood and yet the creator of the universe went to the seemingly Less than. But then you back up a few minutes. Because it's arguable that God was the, (laughs) some would say, and I'm just going to go ahead and feed him this argument, that he was the first victim of the Me Too charge. Can you put him on trial? Can you put God, can you charge God with Me Too charges? Because what did he do? He coerced a woman into having his baby. Ain't how did he get pregnant? Is there a possibility for a woman to get pregnant without a man? Physically? Well, that's happened. But let's be honest, he was full man. So the semen had to come from somewhere, right? So he was impregnated by the holy Spirit. <laughs> Best sex Mary ever had. You say, how do you get that? It doesn't say that she had sex. And even if it did, or even if there's somewhere in there that can justify that, how can you say she enjoyed it and you can declare that it was the best sex she's ever had? Well, let me answer the first question. How do I know? that she had sex because the only way to conceive is when the male sperm connects with the female sperm. That is what you call conception. And the Bible clearly states it was a conception. So therefore, somewhere even if it was spiritually, sex occurred. And then the scripture also says that upon the conception, Mary was consumed. Ah! It was a spiritualized orgasm. It's right there. Read the book. And watch this. It said it was 
an immaculate conception. Now, let, let's let's pause for a second and let's go over to our dictionary and let's hiccup or look up what does the word immaculate mean? Immaculate means, watch this, especially of a person or their clothes perfectly clean, neat, or tidy. Perfectly clean, neat, or tidy. Watch this. The second, the second verse or, 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 or clause or definition. Because the English language is lazy. So you got to understand it. Take one word. It can mean four different things. You know what I'm saying? So it's an adjective. Especially of a person or their clothes. Perfectly clean, neat, or tidy. One. Free from flaws or mistakes. Perfect. Two. I'm going to just say that one more time. Free from flaws or mistakes. Perfect. It was a perfect conception. That sex was so good, Mary can't get Mary couldn't even get a better man. Because she got knocked up by God and it was good. You say, how do you know that? Well, you got to go way back to the book of Genesis. And the evening and the morning were the first day and he looked upon it and it was good. Everything God touches is good. So not only was Mary knocked up by God or the Holy Ghost as I take a sniff, but Mary had a good experience in the process. No, the penis did not physically enter her. Well, at least I don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe the Holy Spirit came down and she was laying on the bed and, and he, I don't know. There's, there's, there's emotionalism that could have happened. We don't know that. Something could have happened in her psyche and we could have got what we got. I don't know and neither do you. But all we know is that it said it was immaculate. It was perfect. No mistakes, no flaws. And so Mary's pregnant. She's 14 years old, 15, 13, somewhere in there. And she's got a baby. She's got a baby out of wedlock. Now, why would God go into the hood this perfect girl and make her a statistic. <laughs> That's got me feeling some kind of way. You, It's hard enough to go through the hood and find somebody good, but then when you do, you mess them up too. What the? Mm. Oh, I don't understand. I don't understand. And then this girl who's got the whole world. Can I stay here for a second? Because I was trying to move on and talk about this girl past this little mess up here, but she's got the whole life, the whole world at her disposal. Her life is bright. She's got a man in Joseph who wants to be her boo. He's out here trying to get his stuff together trying to do his hustle 
so that he can make something so that he and his girl can go off and do their thing. And while the cat is away, the mice came to play. And now Mary's knocked up. Brother, you know how you feel when you got a girl and you go away. You humping and hollering. And I'm not talking about humping in that manner. I'm talking about you humping these bricks and patting these corners trying to make two cents so you can do something with your life. And while you away, the cat gets a little play and you come back and your girl knocked up. Some man then came in and did his business and then walked out. Or he didn't did his business and took your girl. Now you can deal with that because that's an everyday occurrence. That's life. Shit happens, right? But that's not what God did to Joseph. No, 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 no. God came in, took Joseph, took him out somewhere, let him do his thing, got Mary over the corner and started whispering in the ear, tell her something. You know what I'm saying? Come here, Mary. See, see, see. I need you to have my baby. Have a baby by me, girl. Be a man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, don't don't tell don't tell nobody about what I'm talking about, man. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna slide it in real good. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be perfect. And, and you ain't gonna have no you ain't gonna have no D like this. You know what I'm saying? But you can't tell nobody. And then he slide around out. And then he go over to Joseph and say, Hey, hey, yo, Joe, check this out, bro. Um, your girl. Yeah. Um. I I I I don't um I just slipped to the D man, and and I mean it was perfect, bro, because she knocked up from the flow up, and, and and I know you feeling some type of way about this, you know, man, any man would, you know what I'm saying? You but you 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 about you about to look like um yeah yeah it's foul, bro. I'm just saying it's foul. <laughs> you you feeling some kind of way? You about to look some kind of way? Everybody gonna be looking at you funny? Cause they know you ain't do it. Cause they know you was out here with us working. You know what I'm saying? You was out, you was out there working. That's what they're saying. You was with us. So I know you ain't do it. So what happened? When, when, who was it? And so um, it was me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you go ahead and tell them it was me. But um, I, I know what you're thinking though. I want you to keep it though. I want you to raise my baby. That, I, I, t- tell me a brother <laughs> that if some came to him and said I knocked up your girl ruined your life but you gonna take care of my problem man if you could have got your hand on a Glock I'd have been wasted right about now or any man would have been wasted but Joseph no Joseph stepped up and he took care of old old Jesus. He took care of Mary. He married her despite the fact that she's knocked up with another man's baby and then went on to shield and protect Mary and a child that wasn't even his. (laughs) 
there's a man right there. And then, if that wasn't good enough, we could we could have ended it right there. These uh, these kings and queens, mostly the kings, was feeling some kind of way. Talking about some king gonna be born. Under us, a child is born. Under us, a son is given, and the government should be in front of his shoulders. And his name should be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, Mighty God. It, all, all that was over there in, in the book of Isaiah. A couple, couple years back. And so now Herod is feeling some type of way because there's stars in the sky. Uh-huh. And because this star is in the sky, that means that Isaiah... Uh, uh, boy, Isaiah was right. Homie here. So what we got to do is we got to find out where this little king wannabe is. So what I need y'all to do is I need y'all to go around here, round up all these babies, put them in cages, kill them. Because ain't ain't, we ain't trying to have no king coming here taking my place. You know what I'm saying? I'm too insecure for that. Not even realizing what kind of king he was talking about. But it don't matter. All he heard was king. Herod did. So he went on a killing spree. So you know what? You know what Joseph had to do? Joseph now becoming a target. It would have been easy for Joseph to go, hey, ain't my damn kid. Threw Mary and kid to the wolves. But he rounded up his family. And took them to Bethlehem to be registered. It's tax day. And you probably say, well, that part didn't come in. Well, yes, it did. The genealogy may not be accurate or may not be in line here, but it all fits. Because now he's in Bethlehem being registered. Herod is coming. And yet, where is Jesus going to be born? In the Hilton? In the Ritz-Carlton? In the Marriott on the 16th floor with a view? No. The only place they could find to have a baby was in the barn with the pigs. And they took a manger, a feeding trough, where the slop was just put a few hours ago for the animals. They just dumped it out and it said wrapped them in swaddling cloths. What is swaddling cloths? That is very simple. Swaddling let me see here. Swaddling. It's it's an age-old practice of wrapping infants in blankets or similar cloths. Uh-huh. Uh, so that movement of the limbs is tightly restricted. Swaddling bands were often used to further restrict the infant. Swaddling fell out of favor, and I don't care. 
So they were basically trying to tie the baby down. So they tied him down and they put him in a feeding trough. You got a woman who gets knocked up at 14, damn near loses her life. A man who has to take on a baby that ain't his. They're forced to leave their home to go to a city where they have to have a baby in a barn and use a feeding trough for a bed while a king is coming to try to kill him. That, my friends, is Christmas night. That, my friends, is the destructive pathway. That, my friends, is what a simple poor mother had to go through to birth the savior of the world. What a simple woodsman, a carpenter, a contractor, if you will, one of them Mexicans out there building the building seven days a week in the hot air and the cold weathers. That's what he had to come home to and that's what he had to deal with. The struggle for not only salvation, but the struggle for peace and goodwill to all men. Peace and goodwill is hard. The struggle for redemption is hard. But because of one woman's obedience and another man's willingness to answer the call to something that he did not have to do, we can now have the blessed Christmas and the celebration of the birth of a Savior. Yeah, the sex was good. It was perfect. The struggle was hard. It was grueling. But the reward was even better. And it balanced out and even surpassed our wildest imaginations. Ah. You do remember, if not, I'll gladly remind you that I'm on the internet, on Instagram at Eric Deshaun Barrett, on Facebook at Eric D. Barrett, on Twitter at same, YouTube at Eric Barrett. You'll also remember, if not, I'll remind you, that those are the major places, but I'm somewhere else. on the, I'm at a lot of places on the internet. So all you have to do is when you come to your favorite social site, type in my name. If you find me, add me. You say, well, what name do I type? Well, it'll either be Eric Barrett, Eric Deshaun Barrett, E. Deshaun Barrett, Eric D. Barrett. Just type in something. And if I come up, again, add me. And if you're saying that I'm not on your favorite social site, well, then email me. Eric Deshaun Barrett at gmail.com. I look forward and really want to chat with you. Chat with you about this subject that we had today. That That's, that's fascinating to me, isn't it? It's fascinating to you, right? Because you're listening. 
and you're considering having this conversation. So go ahead and pull the trigger. Let's talk about it. I've already told you where to do it. If you don't know, just go ahead and rewind and you can find out for yourself. Also, if you're on the iTunes, please do me a favor. Go ahead and uh, rate the podcast. You can leave a comment there that uh, I'm told helps the podcast grow and become uh, popularized in the marketplace. It allows us to, uh, or me, should I say, well, yes, this allows us to stay together. Because without being popularized, without making money, without any of those things that we need to survive on this planet, we'll die. Or our dreams will die. So thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your consideration. Thank you for rating and commenting on iTunes. And I look forward to thanking you in your emails or your chats. Whatever you want to do, whatever we need to do to stay together, let's do it. All right. Awesome sauce. I'm going to go now. So for me and mine, unto you and yours. Merry Christmas. Laters. Laters.